How you feeling, brother? And it's another Sunday night service at Religiously Incorrect. We are here. We are up. We are ready. We're up. We're here. We're both we're both losers. Let's just make that clear tonight. We're both losers. Brother, brother, as a person, I am I am appalled. And as a pastor, I feel powerless because my prayers are not working. <laughs> Listen, you need another dip. You need another dip, Pastor Jeff. Yeah, we need to go in the water for real. We need to we need to go back to holiness. Let's get back to Eden, live on oh top of the world, God. do something I'm... because y'all getting blown out and we can't close nothing out. I mean, there's just and, and let me just be clear as a Steelers fan, a tie is a loss. A tie is a nice way of saying both teams lost. You know what? Okay. If, I would I would say if it was any other team, I would say the tie is good. But to Detroit, is, <laughs> that, Detroit, Detroit is happy. My boy Ron is probably at work. Oh, man, this is a win to them. Yeah, at least they're not going 0-17. At least they're not going to go 0-17. Now, now, on the flip side of that, uh, you know, teams like that, as much as we like to rag on people about, you know, 0 and 8 team, they they be the hungriest teams, though. They are. They be yeah. the hungriest ones. They're trying trust, to get out of that trust rut. Me, I know about those 0 and <laughs> Right. I mean, y'all ruined many a season. Yeah, I mean, y'all ruined yeah. the Steelers, okay. and, and they see Big Ben is out and all that stuff, and they see blood in the water. And, hey, them two young running backs, the one got hurt, they were uh they were balling out for Detroit. The Can two I young running this? backs. I, you know – I, I thought it was Chubb and Hunt back there or something. I didn't know a, what was going a, on. A, a, a contracts million dollars. You make a million dollars. You are expected to be at the game. Listen, if you can't stay from getting COVID, you, go go get in the bubble. Bro, go to a bubble. Wrap yourself in Saran wrap. Stop, do, do something. Do whatever you gotta do. You we wear a plastic it. bag on your head, like oh, we used to warn God. the kids not to do. Do that. <laughs> do that. Whatever it takes. But uh. You know, it's been real. We do got to shout out Lady Charlene. It's her birthday today. Happy birthday, hey, Lady Charlene. Happy birthday. Lady Della Cruz. God bless you. We're so happy. She is She is 35 years old. Yeah, and, 35 uh, years young. That's what they say. 35, 35 years, years young. young. All right. We're, we're so happy for her. Our faithful. She's like, she's she, she about to be the mother of the church. Of, of religion, <laughs> incorrect. Mother of Sunday night service. The mother of Sunday night service. You know, she always got a testimony. We are grateful. What did Marlon say? Put Marlon's back up. He said, can we not talk about Mason helmet against the hair Rudolph? Listen, okay, I was going to post one more time about it. This would be my last thought about it. It actually wasn't Mason's fault this time. You cannot have receivers fumbling. I think two of our receivers fumbled and a bad snap from the center uh, in overtime. All, I think it was all in overtime. You can't do that. You can't you can't have two fumbles and a bad snap, and it was not Mason's fault. He threw it over his head and over that. You, you just can't. Now, I still would have said Mason can go take a seat after this is over. But this time, I just can't, you know, I just think he's a bad spirit now. He's like sending the camp at this point. Well, That's what I think it is. Well, we got rid of our sending the camp, and we still – uh, lost three, three million, three million. Man, he must have had a Browns voodoo doll or something over there in LA. He was, <laughs> did he play today? Was, I don't know, okay. I, I don't even know. I, I turned the game on, it was 21. To I 70. saw Cam Newton play today, bro. Came back like he was this cat was on Madden 2016 or something. I didn't know what was going on. He wore pants instead of a dress. Listen, <laughs> listen, we can talk about that later. <laughs> I'm so used to him ripping the runway, right? Right. Uh, 
So what's in the news, Pastor Jeff? Basically, two major court cases. Two Go ahead and talk court, about it. Two major court cases. Let's start off with, with, with the first one. Um, you know, the, the defense attorney in this Arbery case said he does not want black pastors, uh, particularly, uh, well, I, I think he said he didn't mind Al Sharpton. But any no, other, he said he did mind Al Sharpton. Did he said he did mind. I thought he said he didn't mind him because he's their pastor. But anybody else, he doesn't want. But whatever, I don't care how many he did or didn't want. I just think it's ridiculous that you don't want. I think it's first of all, it, it should be a testament to us black pastors to let you know that we do make a difference in the courtroom. Well, you know what? Mm-hmm. I understand the sentiment. He just should have kept it to himself. Exactly, exactly. I'm just going to keep it real. I, I yeah. get it. He's like, man, all these black pastors showing up, bringing more attention, you know, sympathy, da 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 da, da. But let me, let me clear one thing up real quick, Jeff. And it's not to correct you in a mean way, but I've been hearing this so much and you're just in step with everybody else. But let's be clear. This is the McMichael Bryan case, not the Ahmaud Arbery you're case. Right, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're because right. Because people keep saying his name like he's on trial. And it's right. not you saying it, right. but the media... You know, it was not the George Floyd case. It was the Derek Chauvin case. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, well, it wasn't the Trayvon Martin. But I know we said it because that's the, that's the name that's, of that's the what, That's what we're talking about. But, but you're, definitely, you're absolutely right. You're but absolutely man, right. It's, it's, it's behavior. And honestly, let me put it like this. I'm not so sure of having Al Sharpton in the room is actually a benefit because most people roll their eyes at people like him anyway. So honestly, whether we do know he is a justice fighter, but we all know how polarized this world is, there are just as many people, if not more people, who dismiss him as a genuine black pastor as those who respect him. And I don't even like to use the word pastor because he's not actually anybody's pastor, but he is a religious leader, uh, a preacher. And he's no different than, I mean, Billy Graham was nobody's pastor, you know. Mm -hmm. Uh, But to say it openly like that in the manner, I'm like, what kind of uncouth, it, it almost made me feel like some of this stuff is personal or not, not personal strategic is the word I'm looking for. Like they're purposely looking for uh, uh scandal that would take attention from the facts of the case itself. Even if that scandal paints them in a bad light, mm-hmm. I think it just needs to, you know, I, I, I just can't believe that he would behave and speak in such a way. And once again, I, I mean, and maybe, like you said, maybe not Al Sharpton, but I think for me, it lets me know that we are, we can definitely make a we change. We can make a difference. We can make yeah. a difference. And I mean, <laughs> there's some that I'm just not going to court for. <laughs> oh, 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 listen, listen, there are some letters I will not be writing. <laughs> Matter of fact, if I wrote the letter, I'd be like, boo-boo is guilty. <laughs> he confessed to me in my office. No, OJ, I know you did. No, OJ, I will not accompany. Okay. I know you. OJ. I know you and the Bronco been outside. Chris Brown, I will not be with you <laughs> at your domestic violence case. I won't know. I won't be there. Uh, speaking of uh, cases, uh, Fernando Phillips wants to know uh, what's up with the party cup. You want to know why you're sipping like that, Pastor yeah, Jeff? Listen, was, was, I, did the Browns do it to you? Did the, Brown, were the Browns that bad? I'm not. Listen. Until we move into our new house with our dishwasher, I'm not allowed to use regular cups. Okay, so I'm going to tell the truth. I'm going to tell the truth and shame the devil. Fernando, he's been sipping like that since the second quarter of the Browns game. <laughs> as soon as the second quarter rolled around, he said, where's my secret stash? I'm a Baptist pastor now. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm a Baptist pastor. Let, before we switch over to our meme of the week, let's hit this real quick. The Rittenhouse crying game. Mm. I mean, have you ever seen a more on-the-nose white boy cry in your life? I, I think I've seen this in every Walmart or Giant Eagle I've ever been in. Absolutely. 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 It, it happens. And the, the sad fact is, based upon the what's going on, he's winning. Yeah, He's yeah. The winning. judge, the judge seems to be in his corner, the hollering, at, hollering at the prosecutor or, or the yeah, yeah the prosecutor. The, yeah, yeah. The prosecutor. Yeah. I'm like, are you serious, dude? Just, 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 just put your gavel down and say he won. Dismiss I him. Mean, that whole, I mean, I've never seen something like that to that extent. And I mean, I, I don't get somebody. I, I know the pressure of the moment can affect anybody, but this dude was literally at a bar with the Proud Boys, given the white power sign. With a sign that with a, with a shirt on that said "Free as blank," right? The F word, and now all of a sudden, and, and and let me tell you about the magical gift of white white people. They can make themselves seem like infants when they want to, like victims when they want to. I'm being I'm being I'm being I'm being real here. I just the like magical the gift of white people. This is religiously incorrect. That's, that's that's a book. You need to write that book. It, the magical gift of white people, especially young white people, young white boys, especially. They can go from frat boys flipping over cars on a campus to being poor little boys who can't, you know, manage their emotions and they're just victims of everything. And unfortunately, that image works. And when you have a, uh, you know, when you have the the makeup of these juries and a judge that's sympathetic, it's sad, but it works, man. But I'm not buying it. Every black parent knows what that fake crying act looks like. Absolutely. And you're supposed to get your whooping anyway. You cry yourself you to get a switch. You that's what to. we say. And it's, it's happening all over, uh, you know, with the guy who called the, your, your black, you know, in the, in the what was it? A, it was a housing pro, housing place. And he basically, and now he, he flips the whole script. You know, there's another young lady who said the black girl, uh, I guess she tried to commit suicide. Right. Said, you, you need to go ahead and kill yourself. Find a better way to kill yourself. And now she's crying. Listen, stop crying. You said what you said. You said what you said. You said did what, you, what said. you did. You did what you did. Live, Live up to it. We gonna cancel you, but you. Oh, you know, yeah. We gonna cancel you. You'll be rightfully canceled. Rightfully canceled. <laughs> but but you know that, that that's the way the world. We're watching both of these cases, you know, uh, closely. I got my lucky throwing brick and my my uh, <laughs> my kerosene and lucky throwing brick. <laughs> my one way ticket to Georgia ready. You know, and I do need. Wisconsin. I do need another screen TV. So, Bruh, listen, I'm gonna go to Wisconsin. Be like, where's the nearest Target? You know who should be afraid? And both of those cities, Walmart and Target, should be deadly afraid of however those trials work out. All right, let's get to a meme of the week, meme Big of the Mike. Week. Meme, meme of the, of the week, week is gonna come from Big Mike. Big Mike puts up a meme of the week. This is our new segment. We don't even have a theme song or a theme for it yet, but we call it meme of the week. He pops something up, and we have to comment on it. And so uh, bring it up, Mike. What are we talking about today? Christians, <laughs> Christians be like, Lord, let this food be a nourishment to our bodies. And we have pictures of donuts, soul food. I don't even know what that one is. A steak sandwich, McDonald's. You know what? I have a hard time. I have a hard time saying grace seriously when I'm eating most meals. God is gracious. God is good. Lord, thank you for this food. Let it be a nourishment to our bodies. Let it be a nourishment to our bodies. Do do what do 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 white people pray like that? I, I don't. I, I don't 
don't, do they pray at all? No, no, um, no, no, I don't know if they, I don't know if they use that same exact prayer that we use. That you know, they they might use something more. Thank you for these bountiful blessings. <laughs> Thank you for this wondrous bounty. Okay, so that's the whole point. Let it be nourishing and strengthening to our bodies. When we know full well that these are the exact foods that are killing us. Killing us. How many church banquets, you know, greasy potatoes, garlic chicken, fried chicken. But it's so it's it's not are we offending God? Do you think God is offended by that, Jeff? I don't think he's a I don't think he's offended because I think we should pray over whatever we eat. I think one way or another we should pray over it because especially when you're going over somebody's house that it's not yours. And other people and, and everybody bringing a, everybody bringing a plate. Um, I think you. Oh, you, you I'm might not even. Eat, I'm not even eating that. <laughs> I'm not even eating at anybody's potluck. You get me. You'd be lucky to get me to eat the meatballs with the grape jelly and barbecue sauce and some crackers. So Everything you ain't going else, over, So you ain't going over nobody's potluck house. You you ain't eating. If, if the potluck is a tray of chicken from a known restaurant and some chips mm-hmm. and some pizza out of a box. But I'm not eating nobody's broccoli casserole or string bean surprise or, <laughs> you know, n- none of that mess. No, homemade seven layer dip. I don't know what's at the bottom of them layers. And, and so, the bad thing is, some so cat hairs some, could be in some there. Of, some of it be looking good. And then you taste it and you be like, then you got to do that napkin. You got to cover with that napkin. <laughs> you got to do the napkin walk. Yeah. So I think Christians, honestly, I, I don't even believe in saying grace that much. Okay. I don't believe in saying grace that much because half the stuff we're eating is killing us. And I feel like it's, 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 it's hypocritical it's to say grace. Mm-hmm. It's like saying, God bless this bullet. Like, come on. God bless well, this, you, bless this cigarette. You know what? I, I have a, I, I think, you know. Bless this well, blunt. <laughs> I think, see, I, when I wake up, I wake up praying. And I think I said one prayer for the whole day. I don't think I got to say a prayer at breakfast, at lunch, at dinner. You know, at my snack, you know, I think I think we overdo the prayers to be honest. I, I do, you know, and people be looking at you like, Oh, you ain't pray? I pray, I pray, I pray, I pray that this whole day would be blessed. That includes this dinner, that includes everything that I, you know, everything that I'm doing. So, I mean, yeah, don't look at me like I'm a hypocrite or a sinner because you know, I'm I'm hungry. What if we what if we found out that there are other people's prayers not being answered because he was all clogged up with our prayers about barbecue and stuff, <laughs> and there's people with like answer and they're still in the queue they're still waiting in line and we over here praying over rallies <laughs> i'm just saying <laughs> what if we found out how, how bad would you feel i would feel <laughs> our prayer our prayers is being answered about insignificant insignificant stuff, stuff. all right <laughs> our, our sponsors for the night i want to thank our sponsors the phillips care family of businesses starting with phillips care cleaning service they do residential and commercial cleaning Everything from floor cleaning, the whole building, house, commercial building, cleaning, wood floor, move in, move out, deep cleaning, and carpet cleaning for the holidays. Call Fernando at 330-219-7916 or check out Phillips Care LLC on Facebook or anywhere you may use social media. While you're at it, make sure you get the last of your leaves up and call Phillips Care Lawn Care Services. They do lawns, leaf removal edging, trimming, and all other sorts of outdoor services. They've been in business for over 10 years. They start lawns at about $30, and they serve the Trumbull, Mahoney, and surrounding areas. Don't go out there like I do with allergies and be sick for a week. Let them come out and take care of it and do it for you. Once again, hit up my man, Fernando, at 330-219-7916. 
or check out Phillips Care LLC on Facebook. And I might as well tell you, Fernando, now since you're watching, I need the bushes cut down again before the winter. So I'll go on ahead. Go ahead and send me an invoice and we'll make that happen. Jeff, Jeff, be before, you... before I introduce her, can I say <laughs> I I have I have lived seven years leaf free. I rolled past the new house today and it's leaves everywhere. Welcome to my world. That is the devil, and I am not doing it. Fernando, I will be calling. That's the Welcome devil. to my world, um, man. Okay. <laughs> killing, killing. Jeff, introduce our guest. Today we have a phenomenal guest, a uh talk show host, host in her own right. Um, she is one of Youngstown's finest. She is she is a social limelight of of, of all type of sorts. We have with us the talk show host of uh Lord now well, now didn't slip my shop, shop talk. talk with Mel. Shop talk with Mel. We have with us Mel Ross. Come on, y'all. Give up a big give it up for Mel Ross, everybody. Like, share, Come comment. On. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. What's happening, Mel? Not much. What's happening with you guys? Oh man, we here. We happy to have you on. Good to see you. All right, all right. I ain't gonna I ain't gonna lie. I was sitting there, I said. Pastor Jeff, Pastor Todd, want me on that show? <laughs> like, right? I mean, like, <laughs> my mother was like, you sure? <laughs> <laughs> she, your mother was like, yes, yes. Oh. It, well, well, what we're talking about, I think, um, Warren, she be, look, I'm, I'm, I'm messed up again already. There we go again already. You're good. I got you. You're good. Go ahead, Mike. Go ahead, uh, Todd. And make sure okay, I'm... okay. The, the the title of our show today is "Girl Power." Girl hey. Power, and you know we want to talk about gender dynamics in particular. Perhaps what has changed, what hasn't changed, and we want to talk the world of business and in your special world and in particular media, and of course maybe your observations about the church and the religious world. So. First of all, would you start by just telling us your story? Like, what do you do? Uh, when did you get started? You know, tell us a few things about yourself. All right. I am a radio personality. I started off on uh, 1500 WASN, 1330 AM, 94.7. I started my podcast, which is uh, on Blog Talk Radio. And now I'm on Spreaker.com. And I started in 2010. 2010 is when I actually started and it was kind of like a fluke, you know, and I've always ran my mouth, even on the old report cards back in the day. Everything was good. Talk too much in class. So <laughs> I did my teachers know. <laughs> you know. I am also an author, a playwright, and I'm a registered nurse. Wow. Awesome. Awesome. That's a lot. Well, let, 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 let's just start it off right here. There's a song. There's a song that said. This is a man's world, but it wouldn't be nothing. 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 <laughs> Without a woman or a girl. Or a girl. What, 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 are you, what are your feelings? What do you think? I think that's accurate. I think it's accurate. And, you know, you hear um, behind every good man is a good woman. Absolutely. 100, I 110% agree with that. Now, for me personally, that's not going to be a good idea for me because not that I won't support my 
husband, I'll put it out there, I got a husband. Not that I, I wasn't supportive, but I have my own dreams and what I wanted to do. You know what I mean? Because even if you take it back when I was into performing arts, that was my thing. I love the arts. Boom. And then it was like, oh, you're expecting a child. So my husband was like, okay, I heard of a starving artist, but not a starving artist with child. And that's when I went to school and became a nurse. So it was like, okay, so I had to put it on the back burner. Ironically, it came back full circle. So what's for you will be for you. Okay, nobody take it from you. You know, um, radio station owner came to me when my son was 16, I think. So he, I, my children had grown and then it, I picked up right where I left off. Wow. So that kind of worked out like, boom. So it worked, but you do have to, um, you do have to be very supportive. I think being supportive of each other, but when dealing with, like you guys are pastors, role reversal, just like you said, things are different. You guys are pastors. You have to have strong women behind you. And I see it. And the first ladies, um, listen here. That's why I said I could not marry a pastor. So kudos to both of you guys' wife because one or two things going to happen fooling with me. Your church will grow or they will go. <laughs> listen, make it plain. Make it plain for the church folk. <laughs> like, let, 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 let's, let's get to it. You, you, you wrote a play. Um, yes, which I, you know, uh, let, let's talk about that play. What was the name of it? And and give us the premise of it. And and uh, it, it went along with a book, correct? Yes. Okay, give us the premise of it and tell us why, why you wrote that. <laughs> okay, the book came out first, but I said more people need to, a lot, a lot of our people don't like to read. And I said, I need to bring this to the, state, the stage so that people can actually see it. And the book is called How the Wife Becomes the Other Woman. Still out there, Barnes & Noble, Bible Wall Press, Amazon.com. Check it out, Will Ross, okay? Um, when I wrote it, it was in my head for some years based on true stories. And when you look at how the wife becomes the other woman, it's like, oh, is she trying to tell you how to, how to steal your man? No, I'm telling you how to keep your man. Okay. Okay. How to keep man. How to keep how to, yes. And how to prevent you from being the other woman. Because, and there's four different stories. I don't want to give it away. Four different stories and scenarios of how the wife became the other woman. The last story I'll tell you is me. You know, it's based off of my life. And in that situation, it's um, where. She was so focused on her job that she wasn't there for him, needing like actually, yeah, this is exactly what happened. Um, not being able to go to church, always at a business meeting, just living her life where he was just by himself. So you had, you know, you know how church women flirt, hickle a plate passer, you know. So that stuff was happening, you know, that stuff happens, and then she's living her own life and she's like, I got to do this. I'll be back. I got to fly here. I got to do this. So her husband was alone and then he ends up creeping out and we know the flesh is weak. Men are men. And I, I point that out in the play as well. We have to understand that men are men first. Pastors are men first. So when you set the stage, it'll happen. Was I upset? No, nope, but I just look like she don't even really. This is me. 
And Pastor Jeff, you know how I rock. I was like, she don't even really like you, dude. Like, you fell for that, you know? And some people, honestly, women will be envious of your wife, Pastor. So let me let you know that. That all they want to do is just say, hi, you thought you had all that, but you don't. Because I had them. And a lot of women are like, all I had, and I put everything into you. So what set me aside, because they're not chasing their dreams, because they're focusing on supporting you. And the only thing they have was a faithful husband. And then, bam, he steps out. Now what? Wow. She said a woman, a woman who is jealous of what a woman has will get with that man just to prove that she doesn't really have it. Yep. That's it. Y'all some evil chicks, man. I tell you, man. Y'all some. Hey, listen, that's boy, girl power, though. That's boy, girl. I don't know. I don't Adam, know girl Adam was right about Eve. He was right about her. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if that's girl power or another word power. But no, he no. power. He power. Well, 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 it's girl. Honestly, it's girl power because it is all manipulation. Honestly. Mm. Yeah, and that is the power that females bring to the table is the ability to mold and manipulate. Uh, and I, when we and we we always think of that word manipulate as toxic, but I think the better word is mold. Uh, there is a gift of persuasion, and and that has to work. And I, I want to go back to what you said about being the young lady, because obviously you have a lot to say and share and a lot of insight. And I, it didn't fly past me when you said I was that young girl who the teachers all said talks too much. Mm -hmm. So you get a platform at this stage in life where you are the queen of your own domain. You you are writing plays and books and you're, you're a host and blog blogger and all of that stuff. But but what do you think it does to young ladies when they're labeled for having a personality, for being outspoken, for being chatty? And and we all know most of our kids report cards. If they're females, they talk too much. If they're a male, they're charming. They're sociable. They have good skills. How do you feel that affects young females? And how did you kind of parlay that into a successful career? Um, I would say I, it, I always look at the positive in everything. My platform, I let everybody know, is to encourage, inspire, and motivate. That's my purpose, okay? Never to cut anybody down. I will say when it was talked too much in class and I took my report card home, I had a supportive, I had supportive parents and my mother just looking like, oh, okay. And what did she do? Groomed it. Wow. Groomed it. And I had to read the dictionary. <laughs> I had to do before I went outside and played, I had to write down 10 definitions and then play them back to her and say what they meant. I was a little child. So it helped me to become better at communicating. So Beautiful. that's what I say. And when you have those, even even with the young men, oh, they uh, horseplay too much. To me, my thing, and I'll tell everybody, hone in on that. Put them in gymnastics. Don't look at it as a negative. I look at every, the glass is always half full. Mm. Real talk. Right. And I did that even, even with my son who got all D's and he was at Ursula. And he looked at me and we were at the light. <laughs> And he, he looked at me. I was like, you had all these, dude, in the seat. I was like, I'm not paying for this. And he looked at me at the light. He said, mommy, the glass is half full. I didn't get any Fs. 
I was like, out. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, you walk, I'm not dropping you off. Go ahead and walk to the front, you know? Right, right, right. He, he played it back on me. And then I looked, I was like, well, there isn't any else, but I'm not paying that high doggone, you know, fee, that tuition. But hone in on whatever, you know, as a child, if you see it, just look at him like, okay, and just look at it from a different perspective and not always a negative. You wow. know, you know, in 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 the movie world, in the cinematic world, you know, I think uh, women have literally taken over. You know, whether it's the Black Widow, whether it's Sori, who was uh, Black Panther's, you know, little sister. All you know, it's just such a, you know, and, and you know, especially Black Black actresses. You know, uh, the lady who I can't, you know, I'm not a socialite so i don't know their names the lady who was in uh how to get away with murder the other lady who was in scandal oh, that was good. all of them you know even i was watching a uh i don't know if you saw the black um black cowboy movie uh that just came out falling or something harder they fall the harder they, they, they fall, fall. Oh, okay and, and the two ladies were saying you know the two ladies i think it was uh i can't think of none of their names but they both said you know the the guys needed them they didn't need the guys and so are we living in a world where you know especially as black african-american ladies do you guys still have need outside of procreation of men or are are you guys on top of the food chain now now let me say this researching and looking at the history um, sometimes it's more beneficial if the man stays home because his job, like, okay, you're just paying for childcare, so that's it. You know what I mean? And the female might be making more. Now, to say or ask, do we need men? Yes, we do. Listen, batteries run out, and I don't, I'm not trying to fool with nothing that's that's not attached. And that's the that is the truth. Listen. I told y'all, I told y'all, listen, I'm, I'm a nurse. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Mike, call your mom and get her off the show. <laughs> but yes, you guys are needed. And here's the thing. When you have, let, let me break this down with single females. Single females will have, if this kind of helps a little bit. Single females will have five guys. Not she's not sleeping with all five, but they have a job to do. You know, your long guy, food guy, 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 yeah, the Mister Fix It plumber, all of that. Not sleeping with all of them. Hopefully, she's sleeping with one because this new generation they sleeping with this cat that ain't doing nothing. Okay, (laughs) that's who's benefiting. Be like, oh, he puts it down. I like this guy. Ain't got a job. Don't know how to dress. Can't take him to the Christmas party. I dealt with somebody like that, that I said, I'm not taking you to the Christmas party because if he had to go to the bathroom or if I had to go to the bathroom, I said, we go into the bathroom because he didn't know how to speak. He looked wow. the part, but he didn't know how to speak. So what happens is, like I said before, fellas, when you take somebody to your job, we females recognize it. We want to know anything about the female because most of us are pretty quiet and reserved. And it's like, oh, she brought a dude. They can learn so much by who you date. So you leave, 
leave your dude here at the table with me because I want to converse. <laughs> you know, and then you kind of know, like, oh, no, she like that guy, so she kind of this way. You know what I mean? Or she's kind of messy, things like that. Um, but we need men. We, we do need men. Sometimes we need that testosterone. Some females that are single, they'll pick up the phone and they be like, oh, this is my homeboy. Guess what? They're getting fed that testosterone, though. Hmm. Not this, you know, sexual or anything like that. It's just that testosterone. We need it and we get it. And that's what happens. Like with women who like other women. I don't know where they're getting that testosterone at. I'm going to keep it clean. I, I ain't going to say it. I don't know where they're getting it from, but it's probably from a homeboy or they'll say they're boy. But we definitely need men. So you guys are needed. No shortcomings. I ain't, you know what I mean? And I'm not speaking sexually, just overall. We need that chest to lay on. We need that comfort. And I don't care what female, where she at, who she dated, she's dating a female. We need the testosterone for the balance because no girl, I was about to say something else and catch it myself, no stud. Can I say the acronym for studs? My acronym? Yeah, go on ahead. We're, all, we're already going to hell, so go ahead. <laughs> you know, right? Okay, okay. So studs, you know what I mean? I look at studs, I'm like, okay, you do need a man because studs to me stand for steel titties under that shirt. So wow. you don't have to still need, you know, you still need a man. Still there. Going back and That's how God made you. You sound like an old school preacher now. That's how God made you. <laughs> I don't care how many jerseys you wear. Right. <laughs> Hey, that's why Dave Chappelle get canceled. Right. We're about to be canceled. Listen, I ain't talking about that you're doing what you do, but I still know. Still titties under there. So you need a man, and we still get that testosterone being from your homeboy. Like I said, when you're talking to him on the phone, that testosterone, the voice, I'm telling you, it matters. Okay, so when, when Pastor Jeff talked about what we're seeing in media, what we're seeing uh, in politics, what we're seeing even in people going out of their way to put women at the forefront, do you feel some kind of way, and I feel this way as a black man and, and as an African-American, that, yeah, that might be the image, but the reality in my pocketbook doesn't say the same thing. The mm. reality in the real power dynamics, like they're pushing us forward, but as long as there are still pay disparities, as long as there's still a glass ceiling, we still talking about cracking glass ceilings. So do you feel like it's sometimes a show or yeah. tokenism or, you know, things of that nature? How would you express that being in media, being in those spaces? It is still there. Um, just as Jeff started, it's a man's world, but we're on, we're in the background doing it. Um, they, there's jobs out there that won't hire you because you're a female. Now I will add to that a little bit and I don't like the pay disparity, but I will say another thing I don't like and being in management is when you deal with women, and y'all probably gonna hate me, but if you know me, you know I speak the truth. Straight no chaser. Women have the tendency to hold grudges. And when I was in management, I would have men nurses there. They'd be like, okay, boom, you write them up. It's all done. Listen, this needs to be done. Females, Jesus, the Lamb of God. <laughs> you like they think it's personal and they look and it'd be a year later you'd have forgot all about it they still got an attitude and those are things that you have to consider me personally 
I can't receive the word from a female though. I can't. A preacher, a female preacher, you're saying. Preacher, I can't. Now, now you can't hear a sermon or you can't accept their leadership. It's not the leadership because I'm all about girl power. So you'll let them be your leader, but not give you a word. They can teach me, but you can't preach to me. If that makes sense. Oh, it makes sense. You old school Pentecostal. That's, that makes perfect sense. And it's you're just, a teacher. Yeah, I, I, be, I can I can hear you can teach, but I just I don't receive. I'm t- listen, I'll be distracted. I'll be like, hmm. So, 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 so what you, and this is what I'm hearing. And and I'll I'll admit I've been in this space where I struggle with that dominant tone that you normally associate with a man that comes with preaching coming from a female voice. Not that I haven't grown from it. I can listen to you talk and explain, but when you start almost commanding the room in a way, where, you know, when you get to preaching, and we all know black preaching, especially you get to preaching, you're speaking in authoritative voice, you're speaking in, it is what I say it is, and da 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 I struggle with that. And sometimes just even the vocalization of it, the femininity of it didn't fit the authoritative motif that we associate with preaching. We're ready for some dude about to have an asthma attack up there, you know, <laughs> swallowing the mic and, and grabbing his pant leg and all that other stuff. And then we translate that, and sometimes... Honestly, even listening to our vice president, she sounds weak to me. You know, and sometimes it's just a person's voice. Like we don't, we we are conditioned, and that's I, I'll say it, it. It can be wrong to think that, but it's how we're conditioned. We are conditioned to hear a man's voice in the place of authority, and everybody else either comes off as overdoing it or coming off as a weakling. Okay, and I'm glad you said that. I'm glad you said all of that because yes, that's how I was feeling. I guess you explained it well because I'm like, I just can't receive from a female. The vice president, no, you're not wrong. I feel the same exact way, and I'm like, okay, where does where the divine nine that helped her win? I'm gonna need y'all to get in her ear and say something because nothing's happening right now. Hmm. Okay, I'm done. I'm off my soap. Look, my soapbox on. I feel <laughs> on it. Well, you know, so is this the reason? Because I thought about it. I thought about it earlier today. Um, you, whether it's Warren or Youngstown, I don't think there. now there are, don't get me wrong, there are some female pastors. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's been a prominent female pastor. And I, I would say prominent, which means they have a, 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 a church with a nice capacity of people since the... Uh, Sister at Grace, uh, pastor. Yeah, we have Mama Gina. I mean, that's and that's yeah. I mean, who else? What other? You know, I mean, you know, I know Rosie Thompson is out there on board, man. But well, we won't allow it, Jeff. That's the issue. We won't allow it. Not enough people will receive it, and I hate to say it like this, but legitimate. And that sounds so janky. Right, 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 right. It's hard to say it, but yeah, you're right. But legitimate people, we don't make them feel like mainstream leaders. We always make them feel like sideshows. I just can't receive and I heard her preach because we were at the same church and it was you know for the installation and all that other stuff I go and I support leaders 110 female leaders I do I'm all about the girl power however me personally and it's not listen it is so bad I'm (laughs) I went to church and then it was a guest speaker you know I (laughs) I was jerking. You put the finger up. I laughed. I did. I did. I was You're a, a woman chauvinist. You're like a female chauvinist. 
like, and my daughter looked at me. She was like, I know what you got. I was like, I'll come back and pick y'all up. Like, I really, I, I just couldn't. Yeah, it does seem like that a little bit. I, but no, I, I, I just can't receive. And it might be the tones. It might I be think the tone. tone. I think the tone has a lot to do with it because I've come, I mean, Reverend Thornton did a lot for me in learning how to respect because, okay, here's the other side of that. Because that's a reality mail, we don't unfortunately see enough quality in those spaces. And for every, I hate to say it like this, but I'm just being blunt because this is really incorrect. For every quality female voice you see in that space, there's like five that you're like, somebody please take the mic like right now. Like, please. Yeah, pull the plug. Sandman Sims. Somebody, we need Sandman Sims to come out with the hook. No, but I had to learn because I was raised in a very male-dominated background, and so I I held to that belief for a long time. But I want to be clear with you: you could accept female leader leadership. Now, is it just a spiritual thing? Like CEOs are fine, supervisors are fine, but a pastor you can't do. It's it's spiritual. It's spiritual. Spiritual. A pastor. Because we, we, we have, you know, we have Elder Carter, who is doing a phenomenal job with action. We have uh, Judge Robin Woodbury, Pastor we Woodbury. Have, Pastor Woodbury. Oh, and I love her. We have she's Carla Baldwin, who's doing a phenomenal job. You know, I mean, they're, 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 they're excelling in their fields. Uh, even, you know, Rosie Taylor with the IM, IMA, I think it is. But yeah. I mean, they're doing phenomenal jobs in their field. But, and, and what's funny is most of these churches are literally female dominated. Yes. Yeah. And, and let's mean, be honest, there's a lot of garbage male preachers out there. Most of the male preachers, there's a lot of garbage male preachers. Let's just, let's just be clear here. You know. <laughs> Sipping the tea now. Right. Sip that tea. So, <laughs> so, so how do you see in your experience with the church, how do you see, we got some emails on the way, y'all. We we're going to get some angry messages about batteries and everything else. It's going to be Energizer, Duracell. It's going to be bad. Uh, but so how do you see the dynamics? Because I take it you are a believer. How do you feel about, so you support sort of the, what we would call the patriarchal structure of the church. You do feel that men should be at the head and the lead? No. I, I, and I know it sounds like an oxymoron. I don't think that men should actually be at the lead. But for me, you got to be kind of like superficial. Put him out there. Let me hear him talk. You know what I mean? Even if if it's, okay, let's, my aunt is a pastor. She's probably like, oh, that's why you don't be paying attention. Because I look at her. <laughs> pre- yeah, she is. I, I listened to her preaching even as, you know, a teenager. But that was like my aunt. I, I was like, okay, she preaching. I couldn't tell, well, I, yeah, I couldn't tell you anything that really stood out to me. But in the church, if, if you're saying a pastor, the he, I, I receive from a male's voice. I receive from testosterone. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you can't go get your voice changed. I don't think that'll work either. But I really think it's the tone, as you said. But I, it doesn't have to be a male leading but giving me the word, I believe, from the men. I, I, that's, I believe it's from the men. That's why I received from the men. I just haven't received from a female. Right. I got you. I, I want to switch up a little bit and ask you, because this has been the hot topic, and we made a joke about it. We made a joke about the Dave Chappelle or the cancellation, you know, and you've already given us your definition of studs. Uh, <laughs> uh, 
as a woman in business and media and a woman of faith and, and, and a woman who has your, your, your finger on the pulse of the feelings and the opinions of, of women, uh, how do you feel about the emerging, the emerging uh, sexual identity issues, transgender issues? Do you feel that that is a threat to the upward movement of, of women? As black people have seen, honestly, Dave Chappelle was basically saying that movement has supplanted basically black civil rights. Do you feel like the movement forward is going to be taken away from women and just become about gender issues and sexual identity issues so that you kind of get swallowed up in the process? Or do you feel like there's space for everybody? I believe there's space for everyone. The only issue I have, and honestly, when I saw his special, I wasn't offended. I didn't see anything. Okay. You talk about us. You talk, you know, you say the N word, you can do all that. But then, oh, you said what? No, let's cancel. What happened to changing the channel? But I do believe that there is enough space for everyone. And here's the thing, being transgender, if you look at all that being gay, what is it, LBGTQ, some other letters, I can't remember, no disrespect. But I don't care who you sleep with. You have to tell me. That's the thing. You have to tell people that you are those things. Um, transgender, you would have to say, hey, I'm a transgender. I would not know it, but being black, you just look at us. So right. you can't, you, you're not putting, you can't be in that box. Well, and let me switch up the question a little bit because I'm asking, do you feel that the advancements you could be making as a woman and a female in these spaces we've been talking about coming forward can end up being diluted because now you have a new entity that's really come in and kind of taken over this space? I mean, you know, you know that trap, that trap incident. <laughs> Where the transgender ran with the women and he was a man. Well, I mean, it could be any of those, but I just mean on the job. I mean, in media, there's just an heightened attention in okay. that direction. So much so that it's almost like black people saying we've been fighting for our rights for all these years. And now here you come. And in three years, you got this or the ERA never got passed. The Equal Rights Amendment never got passed. But all of a sudden, y'all switching up bathrooms and this and that. And sometimes I heard one colleague say. I'd rather just go into a job and say I'm gay or transgender or something. I know they got to hire me. I know they can't fire me because I can just sue them. You know, so do you feel that that interrupts a little bit the power that you were kind of seeing as a female because that dynamic has come on the scene so strong? Um, I can't, like, I got to be, uh, here's the thing. Them coming, um, transgender coming on the scene, they are getting things done. Okay. And you can see it because they are sticking together, i.e. what um, Dave Chappelle was saying. He actually said that you can murder somebody. He didn't murder somebody. And then, boom. A little boozy, right. A little boozy, right. Yeah. Yeah. They nobody care. But, oh, you say something against, you know, the LBGTQ community, then they like all in. But the difference here is, and we have to look at that, they're sticking together. Just like cancel Netflix, that whole thing. They're like, you right. know, we're gonna do a walkout and you stage it. It upsets me if that's your question. It does. It okay. upsets me. It does because it's like, okay, so you want to go cry because of A, B, C, and D. And yes, and Gerard, matter of fact, Gerard, they were talking about that whole transgender thing and changing the bathrooms. They're getting things done because they're sticking together and they're saying, let's cancel. I think if we stuck together, just like Dave Chappelle said in there, that's why I really think his whole special was kind of like um, a hypothesis, so to speak. Not not really. Um, 
not a hypothesis, I'm using the wrong word, but I just feel like it was an experiment. Yeah, because I understand. He said, you know, he's like, pretty much if we stick together, we can get things done, but we don't. But watch this. If I say this, then watch this community. You know what I mean? Right. And that's exactly what's happening. I think people need to, especially, prime example, Netflix, real quick. Netflix, they were like, okay, we respect your, um, well, they say we respect your decision to leave when they said it was leaving because of the, they didn't remove it. That's what the CEO or COO said. Then when they walked out and everybody came from every town and the transgenders were there, they're like, oh, well, wait a minute. Now they're thinking about it. Mm-hmm. You know, so money talks. What they were saying, the boycott way back, they were saying money talk, you know, don't do A, B, C, and D. Now we're in that place. Now that's what I actually see. Money talk. If they don't support us and they want to cancel us, I'm not going to have any money. My money won't be in my pocket. So let me do what they say. And I think it's wrong. I was misunderstanding your question. That's okay. That's okay. That's okay. Let me ask you, uh, you know, we, 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 we getting, <laughs> we getting, uh, we getting, we getting, we getting deep here. Let me ask you a question about, um, you know, we, we talked about it a little earlier on the pre-show about Jada. And what what went on with Jada and Will and yeah yeah uh, you know you know we we all saw it and we all saw uh, Will's response and I, I which I thought he he said entangled she said entanglement <laughs> I got an entanglement um, so I mean do you think it would have been different if Will and and Will did come out later on and said okay she wasn't the only one to have these indiscretions but hers was just a lot more open. Um, do you think that's, you think it would have been different if it was Will? Do you think people would have looked at Will different? Do you think people would have maybe tried to cancel Will? Or, you know, I think I think Jada has gotten a lot of support. And I don't know if it's just because they decided to stay together or what, what it was, but I think Jada has gotten a lot of support and hasn't taken as much slack as I thought she would have took because of what she done. You know what? Especially, especially being with the son's friend. That's 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 All this. Listen, that was that was some points for her. Cause that was like Cooper's, like he's like fly, you know what I mean? And it was like, oh, you got a young, you just snatched up a young one and broke his little heart. You know what I'm saying? So that was a little different. So that was like a step up for her. It was like, no, no way. Let's start right here. A lot of people didn't like Jada when she got with Will, they didn't want them to get married. Hmm. I was one of them. I didn't like her attitude. <laughs> and he was more, he's more like um, the nice guy. He's our all-American actor. You know what I mean? It was like, you don't do Will like that. Do I think Will is lying? I do. I don't think he had all of that. Yeah, he probably liked a few people and they say they have an open relationship. I just think he wanted to save face because his first marriage failed. And you do have some men out there that will stick with the second marriage knowing it's whack. Because they all their first marriage already failed and they don't want to be the person looking like the problem. I don't know, y'all guys though, is it an eagle thing or what? <laughs> her having that red table, her sitting there talking about some she liked porn and all that other stuff. I'm looking like don't nobody even care. Yeah, that's the new thing. She liked porn and that was her issue. So, and Will said when they first met, everything, you know, their sex life was wonderful. And then I guess she got bored. I guess he was too much of the all-American nice guy. I think if it was him having the affairs, 
it probably would have been that people would have been upset and would have said, I told you. And his ex-wife would have been like, yep, I see you. I would have forgave Will, though. <laughs> I'm noticing a pattern here. Yeah, I, I would have forgave. I'm noticing a pattern here. Me. I would have forgave. You sound like my wife. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Will can do no wrong. But yeah, it, it's, it's a different world. But her dating the younger guy gave her points. But I think she's taking advantage of what we call this girl power that you can openly as a female, you know, express your desires, your indiscretions, your entanglements. And while there are still people that are going to have that, you know, she's a slut talk, da, 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 da. You also have a whole nother crowd that's going to defend it. And honestly, I think people do it for the debate because they know there are going to be two sides to it. People are going to be contrarian about it. Some people are going to be team Will, team Jada. Well, I think I, I've heard it through, you know, over the years. Well, men been doing it for years. Why can't it's our turn? Yeah, it's our turn now. Men men been men been cheat. You know, you had that other family. You've been having that other family on the other side of town all them years. Right, 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 right. right. And, and you know what? I don't understand that. I I don't understand that. I don't understand why females cheat on their husbands, especially if their husband is in a position of power. Because the same thing, like I said, with females goes for the men. And here's the thing: the man don't even like you. He just want to say, "Boom, I had your wife." You know what I'm saying? Boom. And here's the thing too. We give ourselves. We're open. We give ourselves. So what do you gain? Hmm. Nothing. You gain absolutely nothing. And then you're done. You're used. It's like, okay, now you use, go sit over there. No, I'm not going to sit there. And another thing for my single ladies out there, no, for my married ladies, let me say this. If you cheat on your husband and you know the dude really don't like you, let me put that out there. He's just trying to get back at your husband. That's all you did. So he didn't just disrespect you. He disrespect your husband. He disrespected you as well. Now, is it just a get back scenario or could it be I want you to say I had you regardless of who you're married to? I want to say I had you, but it goes back to the dynamic of you just said, you know, but once I've had you, I don't really want you. You know, is it because I don't I, I know as a man, I'm not saying I've ever been in a place, but I've. If I've ever wanted another female, it wasn't because it had anything to do with the other guy. Whether I'm whether it's high school, young adulthood, you know what I'm saying? It didn't have nothing to do with, yeah, I'm I'm trying to make Bob mad. So let me right. let me sleep with Sue. Usually I just think Sue is cute and that just is what it is. And I pretend that Bob don't exist, basically. So I, I feel like what you said about the women doing that might be true. But from a man's perspective, I think they just see the woman, want the woman. And very rarely, except for this Hollywood, Real Housewives or whatever junk that be going on, nobody's just trying to get back at another dude. But, you know, the way that you're able to tell is it is it mental? Are there conversations Because you get us mentally in the body will follow? So so you have to see, is it mental? How often are they talking? See, that's what I'm more concerned with. If you're communicating then I'm like, oh, I'm out. Look, I'm, I really got to swim. You know what I mean? Let me go back to the shallow, gather up some stuff, and then go back to the deep water. You have to see if it's mental. If it's not, and you're like, oh, you just had a few conversations, then that'll tell you. You know, like, yeah. oh, okay. So that's what I'm speaking of. The people that just out the blue pop up, here you go, and you're inbound. You're like, wait a minute, I don't even know this person. Or, it's, or if it's somebody that, you know, is a close friend, air quotes I'm using 
That's what I'm speaking on. But I if you like just it. like somebody and you think they're cute, okay, but it has to be a mental. You know, we have to be emotionally connected and mentally connected. Right. I feel it. I have a question for you, you know, as we come, you know, pseudo to the end before we bring Big Mike back in. What do you think is the next step or stage of girl power? Where, where is it going now for the sisters? What, what would be the next marker where you feel like we're really getting somewhere based off where you are now? President pay. We do want equal pay. Equal pay. That's all we ask for is just equal pay, not even, you know, more. Pay what we are worth. But once that glass ceiling is broken and it's getting there, we are getting there. And once men embrace it and are okay with that, because I talked to some people that said they wouldn't date women who made more money than them, which was weird to me. But once men embrace it, boom, we can go take off because that's what's holding us back. I'm, you guys are holding us back. That's the truth. Well, We're holding you back. Let, let me ask you this. If you guys do get there mm -hmm. to this equal mm -hmm. playing field, are we actually going to call it equal? Because I think, you know, I think a lot of times we want to get to this equal playing field. Okay, why can't girls play in the NBA? Okay, because we're going to beat them. It's just physically, it's physically impossible. I want them to play in the NBA. I've been advocating and writing letters and petitions. <laughs> I want females in the NBA. No, I want them to be linebackers. I want them to be. Do we really want them? Do we really? Yes, want I want them to be quarterbacks. Y'all can be totally equal. I want them to be U UFC. Listen, I want to be that equal. I, I, no, I want to see it. I want to see it. That's what I mean. I mean, you know, I mean, do we really? Do we really want to see? I mean, the the criticism that Barack took that that. Michelle took that wasn't even she wasn't even a president. Well, that's my problem, Jeff. Okay, let me let me throw it because you just said it. We thought that about black people. If we get one in, it made it worse. Right, right. It made it worse. So don't you think that if Hillary or Kamala or whoever might be next in line, when they finally get to that place, that the backlash might actually be worse than the accomplishment? I, I definitely think so. What do you I, think, Mal? I I don't think so when you have, oh man, when you have support. That's why I was voting for Hillary, because I knew Clinton was already in. We still need men, because if you're there, you sit there, how many, you're, okay, your wife doing her thing, boom, push her, she's going to lean back and be like, okay, now, how do I do this? We have to, we need each other. You you need you need that man. And as far as like for the NBA, like you said, I want to just address that real quick. And the NFL, physically, we can. We have a reproductive system that will be totally destroyed. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like we can't do it. You know, it's yeah. like, no. But they say you can. Do you have peers who say you can? You got female kickers. All right, yeah. pretty soon a bit quarterback. I want to see it personally. I can't. I can't wait. And let me see honest. the dude tackle her. Yes, I want to see it. I want to be on that ESPN broadcast. I see the referee. I'm scared for her. I'm Man, scared. I feel bad. I, it's gonna happen sooner or later. Sooner or later. But I mean, I feel you. But I, I just, I'm just looking at the backlash. We are now dealing with honestly all the way back to 2008. 
we are dealing with now going on 13, 14 years of backlash against Obama running and winning the presidency. And I don't see it getting any better if a woman, especially a black woman, wins the presidency. I think it's just going to set off racism and sexism in like a, 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 what do you call it, like a Voltron power. (laughs) (laughs) Like it's just going to be two hate forces coming together because look at what look at look at the hatred that's been unleashed i i just sometimes i do fear it i really do i I fear like this won't be good because as much as you say there's support there's so much hatred on the other side it's almost scary yeah 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 and i think we i think we we love to see it like i said in the media you know where he's superheroes these supergirls superwoman they beating up all the guys and all but in reality we really don't want to see it and there's people that hate that it's being blasted so much right they feel like it's being forced on them they feel like it's being shoved on them i i someone i love very much and matter of fact a lot of of our elder fathers uh, especially men and women believe like women's liberation has like ruined society and ruined the families and you, the women's lib movement killed the structure of, of you know, head, the head and the headship and all that stuff. And they feel strongly about it. They, they feel strongly. I, I can agree. I can agree to a certain, certain extent because as far as like for the family dynamics, yes, because some women feel like I know somebody personally that she was making more money than her dude. And he was like, listen, I'm the head of the household. And guess what she did? Quit her job and say, head this mother up then. <laughs> if you know who you are, when she said that, listen, I was like, and she was like, boom, she quit her job, head it up. Well, guess what? He was like, what you do that for? Like, yeah. All right, here, here's the last question, man. The last question, and, and, and this is a serious one. Here, this is a serious one. It's a serious one. Okay. Did the man still get the biggest piece of chicken? That's all I want to know. Should the brother still get to be, you know, should we still get the biggest piece of chicken at dinner? Chicken is really expensive, Pastor Jim. <laughs> <laughs> Prices are through the roof. <laughs> right, inflation is here, honey. Um, but yes, yes. And yes, the head of the household, well, let me say this, the man, the husband, the father should be served first before the children. You ain't even asked me, I'm telling you. All right, all right. Wow. I, I am mildly I am mildly and pleasantly surprised by these responses. You know, uh I'm not sure if all of our viewers are, but uh <laughs> but I, I do believe that there is and, and, and I just want to say Mel, I, I don't know your age and don't not ask me to tell it, but what you said about female ministers and some of your beliefs, we normally associate that with older, traditionally minded women. And I think we really overlook the thought processes of younger generations of women who have been raised in these this world of opportunities or been the glass ceiling breakers themselves. When you say things like how you feel about women in ministry or hearing preachers or different roles in the home. And I think there is still room for diversity, regardless of generation in these views. And we shouldn't just automatically assume that someone like a Mel Ross is just going to be just ultra feminist, just all over, don't need no man. Because I think that's what we think. We think every young lady under the age of 55 or something is just going to be absolutely, you know, to the left. 
whereas a lot of our younger generation of women are actually seeking those traditional roles and, and standards, and they think that that's healthy for people. So I'm, I'm just interested by it, and I appreciate also, your take. And also the, fact, also the fact that, you know, you are, a, you know, a member of, you know, the Simon family, a, a member of, 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 of New Bethel who are ultra conservative or, or ultra liberal when it comes to woman preachers and woman pastors. Uh, uh, actually, you know, Pastor Lonnie is the one who ordained uh, Reverend Elizabeth Powell. You know what I mean? And, 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 and yes. And, and, and let her let her loose. Um, so for you to be in that field and still have your own thoughts, I think that is, um, you know, super, super great. I'm just really proud of you. I love it. Uh, Pastor Todd. Yes, ma'am. I'm a bad 48. All right now. <laughs> Get on with your bad 48-year-old self. Go ahead now. Uh, come on in. Uh, we want to do our last ad and, and our thankfully to our sponsors. Uh, the Phillips Care family of businesses, not only do they handle your lawn and your building cleaning, but Mike Phillips is the owner of High Street Fitness in Cortland under <coughs> Phillips Care Training. They have specials always ongoing. So if you want to get your body tight and right for the holidays, or maybe you just want to give it up for the holidays. And after the holidays are over, you want to work them yams off, call Mike, <laughs> check them out. Phillips Care Training on Facebook, Phillips Care training the new owners of high street fitness in Cortland, ohio thank you for being sponsors of religiously incorrect big mike what you think what you feel great show great show it, it was it was exactly what i was looking for when i came up with the topic of uh girl power just take all the credit um, for this go on ahead mike I, 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 I did i did i did emails it's gonna come too, that too. you can have emails I'll be responding. I'll be responding. Uh, thanks, Mel, so much for coming on, taking the time out to bless us on tonight. I uh, really enjoyed the conversation. I um, enjoyed you on tonight also. Um, so, yeah, big ups to you. Uh, question for you. Sure. What can men do to help support their super women? Oh, I like because that. Because the reason I asked that, because, I mean, being a male myself, I mean, we... Our egos are a little fragile sometimes. So what can we do to support our super women? So if, if, if our wives are CEOs, they're making money, they're the predominant breadwinner. What can we do to support our super women? Learn your woman. Time, people think like you've been with them the whole time, like you know them. You got to learn us because we do switch the game up and we change our minds a lot. Hmm. And listen. And when we are speaking, we might be in work mode and you might take it as yelling. That's not the case. We just in work mode. So learn your female, learn each aspect of her. Okay. This is her in work mode. This is her. This is my wife. This is her at play. You got to learn us and listen, 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 listen means to hear and understand. Okay. 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 I'm not doing any of that. <laughs> I'm not doing that one. You don't have to. First of all, Shamika only got one mode. Right. She only got one mode. Shamika only got Kojic mode. She only got Kojic mode. I'm not doing that. One more question. One more question. Sure. And I'll let you go. Um, what if a man sees that potential in his wife? What are some of the things the man can do to help push that and encourage that and to nurture that so she can become that superwoman. 
this might seem real shallow, but it's the truth. Like massage her feet when she comes home. No, I, 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 <laughs> because we need to detox. We need to detox. So you're at the boss. You, you're the boss outside of home, and then you got to come home and be the boss. So just we don't want to do that. We want to feel like the female. We want to be the girl. Right. So yeah. that's just it. And support us. So help us. Like, okay, well, you, okay, let's say, for instance, it's me. You're like, oh, okay, um, you got a show. I'll carry your bags. You know, to look off stage and see your dude right there, it, it supersedes anything. You don't even see the people out there that you're talking to and you're right. not going to be speaking to. you like, my guy's right here and is 100% supporting me. Gotcha. Making sure everything is in line. Do it like, see, see what you're doing right there, that type stuff. Right. Whatever it is that she's into, boom, be there. And gotcha. If you don't want to listen, continue listening. <laughs> <laughs> be a great pretender. Be like that dude, the crier. Be like that. I'll be written house. Yeah. <laughs> I understand. I understand what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Those are good questions. All right. All right. That's all I have. That's all I have. Okay. Thank you guys for inviting me on. I had such a great time. It's always a good time. You know what I mean? Fun, fun, real. We love it. Keep it real. Real talk to real people. Absolutely. It's been Um, a pleasure. Uh, Mike, it's been a pleasure. Uh, Thank you for bringing the subject to us. I mean, I think it's been very enlightening. Uh, I do want to say something because we don't always address our our critics, but I do want to say that I'm religiously incorrect. Uh, This is not a church or any one person's style of church. So uh, you can keep posting up all the scriptures you want to. (laughs) I mean, you you can keep posting. I love you. I really do. But you can keep posting up all the scriptures, but just because you believe something doesn't mean other people believe it. So uh, don't get checked. You know, uh, you are talking to people that know the Bible. So we're just ignoring on purpose. So go on ahead. Jeff, you want to get the last word? Man, just thank you so much, Mel. Uh, like you said, Mike, thank you for this topic. It's awesome. And just one last one last comment. You know, a lot of people don't know that the motorcycle I currently own, I bought off Mel. Oh, you're wow. responsible. You're responsible for that. Hey, you're the reason that all the people be calling me talk about, will your friend stop driving up in his driveway at midnight? Vroom, vroom, revving up all loud. Oh, hell's, oh, hell's angel pastor. <laughs> she is a rider. She is a true rider. She is a rider. Yeah, I had extra pipes put on there, too, so I know it's loud. <laughs> That's Thank cool. You Thank you again. All right. And um, and to our audience, hey, every Sunday night, 8 p.m. Sunday night service. Sunday night service. Tune in. Tell a friend. Next week. We'll check you out later. Take us All out, right. Mike. Peace, y'all. Peace out. Peace out.